When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to the morning sickness. It is 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley. Big Dick Toledo, off and running another glorious, uh, perfect day. No, it's going to be hot now, but still, yesterday was ridiculous. Brady was out there. You went to Big Boss Man golfing, and he got uh, blown off the course like you know, like the end of Caddyshack. For God's sakes, two different worlds. Yeah, it was great. It was very nice at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, the wrath of Trip. Yeah, it was like Caddyshack. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. East winds blow, west winds blow, kill the rabbit. I don't think the heavy winds are going to come in for quite a while, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you, and you tried to finish? Yeah. Did you guys do that last couple? We're like, Let's go in. And then 15 minutes later, it's just yeah. glorious. Golf, when it, golf in bad weather is like a bad relationship. Like the first few holes are great, and then you realize the weather's starting to get a little rocky. And you still try to trudge through those last couple holes, even though you really hate what's going on. You just don't want to tell the other person you're, you're the pussy that wants out. <clears throat> who, was the, who was the one who opted out? I said when we finish up 16, I go, what do you think? Yeah. Goes, I think it's over, in. Brady. It's been a nice run, but you know what? Let's call our lawyers. What's the score? I don't, All right. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't see us going on much longer. So we went to the stag bar. Had All right. Drinks. And you had a mimosa? You and Tripp had a couple I had, mimosas? Uh, I went deep, man. I had two Michelob Ultras. Oh, my God. You lost weight? Yeah. How'd you make it into that? Good on you. Yeah. What are you doing here? I want to party with you, cowboy. <laughs> I'm still feeling it, I'm man. I'm impressed, Brady. Two Mick Ultras at once? You're going in with well, both Well, we arms. strung them out over uh, you know, an it. hour. Well, everybody's uh, lost their minds over. Well, I, gotta start my, I wanted to start the whole show by saying, uh, let's get a little rally in the valley. How about, like, we've got to start pushing for this Suns team because I've been watching again. I've been a Suns fan since I was little. <laughs> I lost love for them, uh, Having worked there, not for them, but with the Suns, and like, and it started my my dream podcast idea of all, all your heroes are assholes. Because when you meet the the guys behind the scenes, it is not a pleasant experience to know pro athletes at their workplace. There's not a whole lot of fun going on for you as a member of the media or anything else. And I know they hate the media, so I took it with a grain of salt. But I'm like, I don't like any of these people. How come I'm cheering for them? I was a Suns fan. And, I mean, I was nuts. Probably at the time in the late 80s, early 90s, all the way through the 90s, really, uh, that was my sport. Like, basketball had taken it over baseball there and football. A, there was a good buzz. I loved I football. 91. Look, and- yeah, oh, it was crazy. But as a, as a Suns fan, I can't, I can't even imagine it. Like, right now, even saying it, it's like, how? 
Like it, it took over my desire for Steelers stuff. When you've seen my Steelers love, oh, yeah. it's a little bit strange. And that, and that Steelers love was now you're you're fixing another room for a son's room. Well, no, maybe? but my Steelers stuff was still as high then as it is now. But the Suns were like my passion. Like I was nuts about them. I met them. That passion quickly died very fast. And then I started to kind of just like basketball. And then they had the strike and everything. And so I stopped. And then Sarver took over the team, and it was hard to like them at all. This particular team, I don't know if they're douchebags or not, people-wise. I would assume yes, because all pro athletes are pretty much dicks in and amongst each other. And that's the only way I knew them. But they're fun. And they are one game back of the Utah Jazz, who they play tomorrow. So just having been a part of the city and knowing what uh, how weird it was that radio, TV, every media outlet was just nuts about the local Suns team when it was going big, I kind of want to be the one that says so. Like, I want to I follow. I want to push. I want this to be a big deal because this is a cool thing. Like, you know, the Cardinals get going. None of us are Cardinal fans, but it is kind of neat to have the Cardinals playing well. When your uh, when your when your city and your team's going, but they don't need to push. They've got it. Something about the Suns need to be people need need to be reminded that in 1993 when they went to the finals, and then you know 2005 and when they were okay with Steve Nash, a good team couldn't play defense. Uh, the city got behind them. There's a probably a whole new Phoenix sized addition of people to Phoenix that have no idea what that felt like. Well, back then there was nobody. There was that was the only game in town, really. That was it. I mean, yeah. it was it was the Cardinals the Suns just got here, yeah. yeah. And the, the Roadrunners had support, which yeah. was crazy, and they were fun. But I mean, nobody cared. But the Suns were the only game in town. But you think about it, maybe then the Rattlers had a little. Before well, the whole list. we were we were a weird city that grabbed onto anything that was yeah. local, and now I don't think we do it. Like it's very transient, and that's because of television. Uh, you're now allowed to get your hometown team yeah. here, and it's 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 hurt hometown support. But uh, like yeah, there's. I mean, what do we have? Like a am million I in on it? What on the have, Suns thing? If you want to be? Well, I guess I am kind of. I follow them well, on this, Instagram. You can't ask that question. Well, because I follow them on Instagram All and right. I just see Suns win. Yeah, you're practically I, Jake Paul. I didn't know they. I didn't know they <laughs> yeah. played last night. Well, then but you're I, not the, in. The Insta came in and Mm-mm. said they won. No. I'm like, All you right. have to kind of involve yourself. Woo. Did you get? You didn't get excited. See, I don't want that's him no on. fan. Never Come mind. On. Never mind. You know what? I'll keep it down because I don't want that ever again. But that started when you Woo! started talking about it. Oh, well, see, then I am an influencer. Yeah. I am Jake Paul. <laughs> I should knock you out real quick. The uh, No, I mean, it's just one I of the, did start following him more. 1.5 million people lived here in the early 90s. We got like four and a half now. So there's a load of people who never really knew what it was to have the city fired up about the Suns. We're a basketball town. People don't believe that, but that's true. This is a basketball city, and it is nuts when they get going. And this is a team definitely worth watching. I think in my in my time of watching this stuff, uh, it's the best Suns team that's ever t- taken the, the, the court. That's saying a lot. We had the Barkley years and everything else, and everybody remembers the superstar nostalgia years. They didn't win anything. This is the best team. We might have – think about this. They have Coach of the Year, MVP, and definitely, uh, you know uh, – Definitely coach of the year, I think. And you start looking at Chris Paul as MVP, and nobody saw that coming at all, me included. I thought maybe he'd be a catalyst to help them along. And a team that may actually make some noise in the playoffs. We'll see. And the fun part is I'll get emails of people going, they're never going to get past the Lakers. They're never... Okay, here we go. We're talking Suns playoff basketball, and the reason I bring it up is because they clinched a spot last night, no lower than the sixth seed, if they blow it from here on out, and they're not going to. But one, and, and they play the Jazz tomorrow. And if they beat them, they have the best record in basketball. People aren't paying enough attention to this. This is a big deal. 
I did notice that uh, LeBum had a high ankle sprain. He's still using that out. Well, but, but that makes sense. Rumors about going well, the, rumors about I the figured, Lakers are that they're you know they're resting little minor injuries and yeah. things like that, and they're they're fading. They're now going to be one of those teams that has this play in game if they don't pick it up here in a little bit, and they're going to and maybe get bounced in the first. But it would be interesting if the Suns could take that top spot and see the Lakers early on. Lakers will probably end up a little higher than that, but. Uh, they're messing around with like we'll just turn it on for the playoffs. We'll we'll get our team held, and they're not. Don't always work. It doesn't. It hardly ever works. Yeah. I mean, it has. Yeah. But very rarely can you rest an entire season, and then all of a sudden just turn it on. If anybody can, it would be them. They're loaded. But I was wondering if just LeBron was kind of laying low, just with what has been transpired well, over the last couple of he's weeks. He's had gotten his feet into some hotter water than normal. With uh, you know, the, the, no, he's not laying low. They've been doing that, they've been doing that all year. They've been, they've been playing of, this game all year. Kind of impressed Brady not standing up for Bron Bron being the yeah. age guy. Bron Bron's your Ohio guy. Yeah. Look, when, you know. Bring it. Come on. Step, Take a stand. Step, step it. Out it. of bounds like he did. How so? In what ways, Brady? Well, how did he step out of bounds? He got that one wrong by, by making a comment that uh, was incorrect. About? Uh, about the, the knifing in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. But what did he do? That pissed you off. Bring it. It just, I mean, I didn't agree with what it was That's saying. right. Ohio. Running his mouth. That's right. Ohio. Running his mouth. Running his mouth about what he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Things like that don't happen in Ohio. He threw that picture of that <laughs> cop up and said, you're next. Yeah. Accountability. And then he took it down, which is the lack of accountability. Plus, he's, um, he's Mr. Uh, he's the phoniest man in sports. Mr. Uh, equality and equal rights and everything else. I got four deals with China right now. Go f- Yourself, LeBron. That's what Brady's saying right now. Damn right. Brady's saying, I, I got a contract with a company that employed children to build my uh, product. You, LeBron. I like that part. Yeah, I do too because it's cheaper shoes. Yeah. But And it's That's not my country. I'm not a big fan of that. Speaking of not our country, did you see what's going uh, on in India? The, they had an interview yesterday on the news on one of these weird sideways news channels with a grave digger. They're on 24-hour shifts. Hospitals are dropping bodies off for them to just bury as fast as they can bury them. And now they're like, we can't keep up with the bear. We can't dig holes fast enough. They're doing pyre fires in parking lots. We'll throw them in. Yep. And that's the good thing about polytheism. Throw them in the fire. He's coming back anyway. Don't worry about it. He's got like 100 lives. <laughs> it's, he's good. The, the body doesn't matter. Just torch it. And they're doing can you, and now every, everybody Beautiful bitches. rainbow flames. Look, everybody that bitches about America and how crappy it is here and all this nonsense about, oh, hey, we suck. Blah. Think about that. Through all of the COVID, through how, as much as you hated Trump or Biden or however anything was handled, did we ever have a group of people say, you know what we should do? Start a massive fire here at the Target parking lot and just throw bodies in. And everybody goes, thumbs up to that. Let's get rid of these bodies. No. And there's billions of them. They're getting sick fast. They're in trouble. They also don't have, you know, 3,000 people living in the parking lot. That's true. That's right. And some of them it's don't even have COVID. Some of those They're just areas. throwing bodies in. Mumbai. Bring Think out about your that. dad. Yeah, it's basically, it <laughs> it is is. basically That's that. That's what it is. Not quite dead yet. <laughs> I'll be dead in a minute. Yeah, it's, uh, it was crazy. So I was looking at that, and this guy's like, we cannot keep up with the whole the digging 24 hours a day, and we cannot keep up. So we've started this fire over here. We just throw them in. Like, oh, my God. That seems like a reasonable. Nobody, No families care? Do, do we don't, no, here's what we don't care. Just throw him into fire and make this problem stop. It's crazy. They're just dumping them in fires and parking lots. Well, they can't social distance there at all. They live on top yeah, of each other. Right? Yeah, horrifying. I've, there's 
People would say that. I'll never forget that eye doctor that told me, you like to travel? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I want to do it more when I have more time. And he goes, never go to India unless you like uh, stinky things and poverty. I'm like, oh, so really? And he goes, yeah, they got some beautiful stuff, but it's surrounded by poverty. And you got to get like a thousand shots. I have zero interest in ever visiting India. And we had that uh, Weird Das, the com- comedian. Yeah, he was talking Veer about Das. He's from India. He's mm-hmm. like a huge superstar there. And he was basically saying, uh, it's beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful spots. I'm but like, he was talking about Mumbai in particular. He liked the big city, but he's yeah. like, it's gorgeous. It's You'd love it. I'm oh, like, I would not. I would absolutely not love it. China and India, off my traveling list, there's too many people. I don't like going to Buck and Ryder when the lobby's full. You think I want to go to China or India? I'm not going to restaurants. I'll drive past a drive through with three or more cars. I'm not a big fan of crowds. I don't like the idea. And that's the whole place. Any place you go is like a concert. Yeah. We won't go to Slide Rock. That's like India light. Like they crap in the river in India as like a daily thing. Here, Slide Rock, you have to travel to where the uh, the poop is in the water. No, thank you. We got it made. I'm happy here. Sun's coming up here. Got the jazz tomorrow. I don't have to worry about a fire at the Target parking lot with a bunch of people in it. I mean, I worry about it, but it's it, you know, it won't be sanctioned. That's for sure. It won't be like a Deucey standing there with his thumbs up. We're taking care of the issue. They're just handling it. And then tonight we got the NFL draft, which is the new Oscars and great. And uh, who did Tommy Tuberville coach? Was it Louisville? I don't remember who the old coach of. He came out yesterday. He ran for governor or something. He might have won too, or senator. I don't know. But he mouthed off yesterday. He goes, all right. Tucky, maybe. All you kids coming out in the draft, nobody wants some know-it-all. Nobody wants a big mouth divider. Come up there and take your jersey and your hat, say thank you, and move on. <laughs> He's basically saying what everybody's thinking. We don't want to hear from some 21-year-old kid who just signed a $40 million deal about how the world's got to be different. You shut your mouth go play football, son. Tommy nailed it. Yeah, Tuberville went off, and, uh, and he's getting heat for it, of course. Stick to what you know, he kept saying. <laughs> you let people who do their jobs do their jobs. They do what they do. You do what you do. You grab a ball. You run with that ball, son. Shoot. <laughs> he's just like Coach Clark. Nobody looking for an outspoken person on their team. We're too divided already. Shut your mouth. Uh, and so he's uh, then. Then of course everybody in the article that goes on and says Trevor Lawrence is the first pick, and he has uh, he's marched with Black Lives Matter movements and stuff. Okay, let's cut to the brass tacks of that. Do you think Trevor Lawrence was going to be outspoken the other way with all the money that he's looking at? Do you think he's going to risk being the first round draft pick and the massive amounts of cash and uh, endorsements that are coming his way by saying, you know what, I'm not for? This whole BLM thing, of course he's playing the game, and he's probably for it. He's probably, like, means it. But if he didn't, he wouldn't have said otherwise. He's going to keep his mouth quiet. He's oh, gonna, yeah. He's going to play the best game to the money there is. And that's what athletes used to do in the olden days. That's why we liked them. That's why we loved them. Back in the day, they, they placated us by saying, I love this. Be like Mike. Here's some Gatorade. We love that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Those are $6 million words now. 
Yeah. Whatever, yeah. you know, one thing that could happen today, it one statement today could just rush your draft status. But it, now now the teams will get in trouble if you're like, well, we, he's a little too outspoken for us. <gasps> you don't want a person who speaks their mind? Frankly, in football, no, not really. It rarely works. Uh, I look at Antonio Brown and say to myself, he was pretty outspoken. I mean, it was personal stuff. He was loud, divisive. It ruins teams. Big, loud dudes ruin teams. Not only teams. that, it, yeah, the players don't last that long. A handful. No. But Football's one of those Johnny things. football. The last thing, I, I, and I don't know anybody who's different Denzel. about that. The last thing you want on your team, Cardinal fan, anybody else, is we got a good political voice on our squad that really yeah. mouths off about all the right issues. When's, do you don't have anybody on the Bears? You're like, man, I wish he was just a little more active in politics. No. No <laughs> fan. No fan. Two things fans don't do. Sit and watch and go, you know what I wish? There was a girl calling this game. Uh, uh, thank you. And the second thing is I wish our team was more political. Even people who are for it don't wish their team was more political. I've said it before. It's because that's your escape. That, that's uh, yes. You tune out the world when you're watching yes. your football, your baseball, whatever. And I totally to... get that they're people with opinions and they want their political voice heard. But do it on a platform outside of sports. You can use your – now more than ever with your stupid social media, you can be that way. But the last thing the fans want, and I don't know why we're trying to be sold otherwise because the ratings are down, even in basketball and everything else I was just saying was fun, is uh, everybody's kind of – football had its spike again. But everybody acts like we want this. The fans don't want this. Even young fans, nobody wants their team to be super political over being good on the field. Like, if your team sucks but is on all the right sides of politics, you're not happy. It's not – like, if the Bears, who, you know, kind of sucked last year, but you're like, man, oh, man, they were just – they were all over it with the social activism, though. I mean, I'll take an 8-8 eight and eight season for a team this socially active. Absolutely. Nobody no, wants it. No. That hurt us, the social activism from uh, Vontaze and Pac-Man Jones. I mean, the, the Bengals, the political yeah, stance those, that they those had guys really were, hurt our Those squad. guys were active outside of the team yeah. mentality. It's a different kind of action. Yeah. But I get that there's going to be movements. I get that there's going to be people saying stuff. But the last thing you want is a socially active team. It, you just don't. Look what happened with the Saints last year when Drew Brees said, I don't think this is a necessary. And the whole, the whole team crashed down on him. Like, you will comply or you're going to get a socially active squad. And, the backpedal. Yeah, and, and then you start backpedaling. And then you, you put guys in bad positions. I agree. I don't like the shut up and dribble idea, but I do kind of like the idea of I don't want my team to be that socially active. I, you can have your opinion, but let's not make it so it uh, you know, bleeds into everything I have to agree with or else. I don't want my Steelers to be super socially active. They started stepping in hot water constantly with you know Villanueva going out for the, the – thing with the, the anthem a couple of years ago and the rest of the team had agreed that they would stand behind him and they stood too far behind him so all the pictures were him alone it's like you you walked into it it's just a united front of in this locker room we can say whatever we want together out there we're just gray nameless faces presenting the laundry afterwards you can be a personality but not during you know who kind of um gets away with it but it's there's no political statements or anything like that but he's pretty out there socially is Gronk over the years with these partying and, you know, oh, all the stuff that could be. Yeah, yeah, but not like socially active. But even sometimes that stuff where a part, you sure. know, something happens. If he's party. not performing or yeah. if it's getting in the way and he's yep. still doing it, that's the Johnny Manziel thing. But that's different. I'm, we want our players to be fun. We want them to have personality. We don't want them to drag in their belief system out loud bigger than their game. You're, you, and that's, I think that's what Tommy Tuberville's talking about with all these guys coming out of college. None of you have accomplished anything. The last thing anybody wants right now 
is to hear from you about how their lives need to be different. You just got drafted by uh, an NFL franchise. You're living the dream of 98% of all men. And the two percent of like Larry guys who don't like watch football or anything. Ben yesterday downstairs, I was talking with Dom about the Teddy Bridgewater trade, and Ben said, "Are you ever worried that you have so much sports knowledge in your head, the both of you, that you're missing out on all sorts of other stuff?" And I'm like, "There's plenty of room in there for porn, Ben. Settle down. <laughs> I got room for. I can compartmentalize the two most important things in my life, which are sports and pornography. <laughs> Lunatic. <laughs> and there's two percent in there for other stuff, but that's really all I need: sexual information, sports." Food. I need food. Also food. But that's it. That's all I need. Oh, I need this. In that this order, remote right? control. <laughs> yeah, in that order. In that order. And if this you, paddle ball if game. If you're going to take – look, if you're going to take those three things – I know Bray's got a different answer, but maybe you're with me. If they said they're ta- we're taking one of those three things away, which one would you want taken away? Out of food. Food. <laughs> I'd take food away. I would, yeah, I might I would be survive on insurer and <laughs> – like, you could IV me up some stuff and, like, I'll never eat again, but I'll survive. There's ways around it. There's ways around it. That's it. But he's right. And tonight? I'm close to that we'll point see. of not wanting food anymore? The, uh, if you had to take it away. Because I'm getting to that point where I've I've t- tried so much. I've eaten so much. <laughs> You've stockpiled. I've got enough in a life, <laughs> you think a you couple can... of lifetimes. <laughs> Maybe I've, I've lived there. I've done it. So you say that you've stockpiled enough food that maybe now it's time to have new interests? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm not there yet. I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm you're working on it. Ooh, are you close? Mm. Closer. If someone brought in like ribs and they said that they had their own honey sauce, they made it Could home, I walk away from You could them? not walk away from Absolutely. Them. No, you could not. But if someone if brings someone, those a in brisket. today, if Winston, challenge accepted. If a black man <laughs> came in with a brisket that he made himself and put it right there, you would not walk away from it. I'm willing to try you this experiment. You would never, ever, ever walk away from a brisket made by an authentic barbecue specialist. And by that, I mean an African-American yeah. male. <laughs> you know, I don't try it. Winston sends, me, Winston sends me pictures of briskets, and I'm like, you're barking up the wrong tree, man. It looks nice, but he's like, I've been working on this since Thursday. Like, That's ridiculous. There's so much brisket available. It's not like we live in olden times. It's an art, John. No, it's not. It's just a meat. It's not an art. Now, what if Wintermeyer shows up with his beach ball, uh, beach, beach ball blanket, uh, turkeys? Yeah, no, Brady wouldn't walk away from it. But I, because you would go, let's see what kind of special blend the old Wintermeyer puts on this. <laughs> I tried his beach towel. Yeah, of course you did, because you wanted to see if he did anything special to it. Yep. What do you got going on in your recipe for turkey? Well, you wrap it in a beach towel. It tastes like Tide. <laughs> It was Febreze it was and uh, elements of the bouquet. Sitting on the floor next to Lane's desk for three hours before the whole thing started. I see Brady over there going, what if I tied my hands behind my back? I bet you I could finish it with just my face. And you were all over that thing. <laughs> but, yeah, Tommy Tuberville's right. He's the, I think he's an Alabama governor, but he was he, right. He coached the UC Bearcats for uh, – Oh, did he coach Cincinnati yeah, for a yeah. little bit? I know he but coached he, a bigger he, team than that. Yeah, he did. Was it Clemson? I don't remember. But uh, I just like, like – He's right. I just like the Jordans back in the day, like just – doesn't just leaves his politics everything and people out say, of it. People will argue with you, devil's advocate, that that's because you're white and you don't want to hear from anybody uh, of another color about how they feel, especially if you disagree with. No, them. no, no. I'm not even. I'm not even taking a, a standpoint on race, but even on his point, when in that in the last dance when he was talking about like everybody was getting on him for not yeah. backing that uh, that that black uh, was oh, he was a senator good, or was representative congressman something, something, something yeah. And he wasn't he wasn't taking a stand on either side. That's right. 
because yeah. he's selling shoes. And he I said, mean, you know, I don't see color, I see green. Right. And and people were like, people would be so mad if yeah. an athlete said that today. Could you imagine oh. if one of the athletes was like, I'm not getting involved in this because it hurts my cash. Yeah, I see green. That's if it. you said that in 2021, that would be a huge controversy. Which is crazy because back then we're like, good, stay out of politics. We don't need it in sports. That's how I feel. And Still. now it's the other way. Like if you said, I'm not getting involved in politics because I got to deal with Adidas and I got to deal with this company and that crushes my green. De- Democrats and Republicans, I don't see red and blue, I see green. They'd be like, you greedy mother effer. Because rich people get a bad rap. And all that guy was, and all Michael Jordan was saying was, I'm rich. I want to be richer and I want to keep getting richer every single day. And I don't want my brand to be affected by this. And people were like, all right, well, I understand. Because that. that's his job. Yeah. He, that, that, right. You know, he's not, he's not a political that's person. Exactly it's his job. Right. And that's the best way I've heard it put. Your job is not to go out and be politically active. Your job is to play basketball. Right. That's your job. It's awesome. That's a great way to put it. And Michael Jordan's job at a certain time was to make a ton of money for Nike himself and everything else, and he did a great job. Yeah, yeah. and we kind of all want that. I've never – look, and there will be people out there who disagree with me. I've never once been at a Buffalo Wild Wings or a bar sitting there where somebody's like, man, when are they going to get political? This game's boring. It's never happened. We've never watched a game hoping for more politics. Hoping for more charity work to break free in the center of the game. We all kind of are like, ugh, enough with shoving the charity down my throat. Enough. It makes me feel bad. I don't want to watch football and feel bad that I didn't do enough for breast cancer or I haven't done enough for the troops or, you know, whatever, prostate cancer. Play the game. Play the game. And you guys, if if the NFL wants to, in a certain point, just say, here's a giant check we did for, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's always... I don't mind a charity event here and there, but don't shove it end, down my throat. Or take a whole month. Or <laughs> that said, what's the over? We should do a drinking so game for tonight. For the people about, that are yelling in their car, yeah. it's Auburn. Was uh, Auburn? Tommy That's right. Tuberville did Auburn. I know it was one of those southern schools. But uh, yeah, for uh, for the sake of a drinking game tonight's draft, uh, anytime they do uh, uh, sad porn or politi- political uh, activism. Because sad porn is gonna, you're gonna get drunk. You're not fast. gonna make it through the top ten. top ten picks. They're sad porn for every single story they come up with. How an sad uncle porn. was. Oh, they sad porn you to death. Watch oh, the draft. Amazing sad stories porn you to death. where they came from or yeah. what they had to go through. Or something totally unrelated, like an yeah. uncle got shot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah they don't even just helping a, a kid. Sorry, I heard porn. My mind yeah. went the other direction. <laughs> sad sorry porn. about that. Okay, wait right. a minute. All these dudes been crying. <laughs> like, right on. By the way, <laughs> any ama- bong shots? Brady, amazing. <laughs> crying girl porn. There's yeah, something about it. It is. <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. You haven't? No. Oh, my God. All right, I'm in. As a porn sewer, especially of late. And how did you discover this? I put in the search bar, it crying women. A, it wasn't a... F- <laughs> <laughs> I did. Pornhub has this a search bar. This wasn't on bar. a tip or anything? No. You just I just thought, thought oh, crying women. Sometimes, and we can all admit this, like when a woman cries, it's kind of sexy. Like their eyes get glassy. Like when they're done crying. Mm-hmm. Not to make them cry, but when they cry. And it's kind of sexy. Plus, it also has the exact same look when you've done your job with a girl. Like, when you've closed them off, they look like they just got done crying. Their it's eyes a happy cry? Kind of red. Uh, no. Oh. Cry- crying because you just... I don't know why they're crying. I- look, play the game. Do your job. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how we got here, but here we are. And you seem available to the idea of the porn now. It's porn. I don't have morals with it. Like, that poor girl's being mistreated. She's in on it. She's Look, I'm in curious on it. now. She's getting paid. Yeah, I mean, she's getting paid. Yeah. She's doing the role. I don't, I don't go to Sophie's Choice and go, I can't believe this woman is acting this out. It's the same thing, only in porn. 
whatever she's crying about. Usually her stepbrother has owes her money, and there's only one way to get that back. And then she starts to weep, and he's like, well, you could if you, you know. He's and the savior. Guy, guy, yeah, well, stepbrothers are okay. all the savior. I, I was actually so thinking in, step-moms in tend a to serious be sense when yeah. you said when you see there's something sexy about a girl crying. Yeah. He's not saying give her a smack in yeah, the no, mouth. No, I'm not saying make yeah, him yeah, cry. Yeah. I'm saying a woman and crying. And that's what I was saying. Like, it's oh, a okay. happy cry. And maybe, nope, just crying. You don't have to fix this for me. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> it's like if a woman cries, there's a vulnerability to it that makes a man feel like I need to be there for you. I yeah. think that's, I yeah, think that's comforting. a natural comforting instinct. She's crying. I need to be there. And why do we want to be there for them? So we hope it kind of rolls into another thing. Anybody denying that's crazy. That's why you slay it at funerals. That is exactly why sad ladies are targeted. She's really down right now. She's pretty vulnerable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's crying girl porn is the thing. I don't want to watch them get beat up. That's a different genre. Yeah. But I don't mind a girl. It's porn. Look, if Brett were to pull it up this morning, I'm going to take a look you're at gonna it. You're going to look at it. Yeah. And you're going to be like, that's not bad. There's a, there's a, I think it's a human instinct for a man to uh, immediately emote or be an empath towards a woman crying. And when you're on a porn site, you know exactly what that empathy is going to turn into. And that's great. Again, you're the knight. You're the knight. You're the guy on the white horse. That's what it, that's essentially the fantasy. Ladies, it's very effective. It, it helps. Oh, if you cry, we're weak. It's great. It's great stuff. We can help your crying. Yeah, I can. Wow, I can. From a distance, with a screen between us, I can do whatever I want to your crying. <laughs> and I do. Yeah, anybody that oh, I can't believe you do that, please. I'm not doing anything that they they took money for it. I have no issues with whatever goes on afterwards. After you got paid to do what you're doing, that's your own personal decision. In the end, if you feel bad about it, don't come down on me for beating off to it. You put it out there, Brady. Trying to fix my story. I just want to make sure I wasn't. Yeah, I was yeah. just. You're gonna watch. There was it. no fixing on that. Oh, yeah, there's some good crying girls. There's some good crying porn. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Women crying porn. And another thing is... is that was, I was taking it outside of porn. and saying, like, if a girl's crying, yeah. it's a, you're trying to help them. You're trying to fix them. And so some of them are, uh, you know, crying because they're so happy. They well, I'm not gonna, that they Brady, have. I'm not going to care if a, a pig's crying. I'm only hot chicks. Like, if a hot chick's crying, I automatically feel like I need to help. That's... Like, if I'm standing outside the Fuddruckers and there's a beautiful girl crying, thinking to myself, I need to help this girl. If, if she's covered in, like, moles... And she looks like a dugong. Uh, she's crying because she probably just saw a mirror. I'm not helping her. <laughs> the, There's no help in that. She's going to see mirrors her whole life. It's just going to be a never-ending cycle. tears of sadness will turn into tears of joy. That's the goal. Yeah, okay, Hallmark. All I'm saying wow. is. I'll put it on a card. <laughs> I'll make some money on that. You Sounds quit. like a David yeah. Foster song over there. You just, you just shut up and dribble right now. <laughs> I got this. There's yeah. no dribble. Only shooting. Yeah. Oh, you're a chucker? I don't need that. You're too short. Uh, and let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Station identification. 